Welcome back, listeners, to a brand new episode of The New Standard. And you're checking out this week's program on Valentine's Day. And the name of the program is The Magic Number. want to dedicate the title and the name of this show to the memory of True Goy the Dove from De La Soul Plug 2, who passed away a year ago, I think to the day. So that's why we're calling this show Three is the Magic Number. And the title of the show, we're going to use that to also talk about and segue into the three major cuts from this week. But before we jump into that, I want to thank everybody for participating in the program. This is not a live show. So if you're catching the show tomorrow morning, this is not a live show. want to wish everybody out there a happy Valentine's Day. Hope you do something special with your boo. Please hit us with a like and a subscribe. If you want to hit us via podcast, however you get your podcast, do a search for the new standard. want to send a big shout out to the Kulong family out there. Hope you guys celebrate and have a great, fantastic Valentine's Day. want to give a big shout out to my wife. Linda Williams, love you, baby. And we're going to have a fantastic Valentine's Day this weekend. Um, and, and want to just wish everybody out there a happy fa- Valentine's Day, a fantastic Valentine's Day. Um, before we jump into the program uh, and we talk about the three cuts, yes, they were. Before we talk about the three cuts, we're going to talk about a poll that we did, and we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. And how it relates to a poll that I did a couple of weeks ago about what was the biggest impediment to the Pittsburgh Steelers winning a Super Bowl? Was it one, Kenny Pickett? Two, Mike Tomlin? Three, Art Rooney II? And four, Patrick Mahomes, number 15, now three-time champion and three-time MVP of the Super Bowl, that of those four, who was the biggest impediment to the Pittsburgh Steelers winning a Super Bowl? Not surprisingly, you guys said Kenny Pickett number one, but very surprisingly, you guys said Patrick Mahomes number two. And you guys are right. 15 is a problem. He wanted him ones. He is not the GOAT. Unfortunately, as a Steelers fan, I have to say that Tom Brady is the GOAT. He ain't the GOAT. But I'm saying it with a comma and a pause. And after that, I'm saying yet. The combination of Mahomes and Reed are the new Brady and Belichick. And as a member of a guy that roots for a team in the AFC, it's horrible to follow Belichick and Brady with Reed and Mahomes. We are living in a full-time era. Just to quote a lyric from the fantastic Three Feet High and Rising, we're living in a full-time era. And that era right now, we are firmly in the Patrick Mahomes era. And the scary thing about it, and we talked about it when we did our breakdown of the Super Bowl, we picked the Chiefs to win 30 to 28. 
fantastic game goes into overtime. I don't have an issue, by the way, uh, with Kyle Shanahan uh, accepting the ball. Uh, I mean, his rationale made sense to me. Uh, I mean, when you're playing against 15, I want to try to kill 15. I want to try to put a touchdown on the board and, and, and try to make it as hard as possible. Bottom line, you know, bottom line, you, you've got to play defense. You've got to get a stop. I mean, that that's just what it is at some point. But we're living in the full-time era. We're living in the Chiefs era, and it is right now Chiefs kingdom. And I think the Steeler fans that said 15 was the second biggest problem are absolutely right. And, and that makes me jump into my next topic when I'm thinking about this juvenile comical debate I'm having with a lot of members in Steeler Nation about Mitch or Kenny. Who cares? And it's being reported that Mitch, excuse me, not Mitch or Kenny. I'm mixing it up a little bit in my excitement. Mason or Kenny. Who cares if it's Mason or Kenny? Because you got to deal with 15. And for the Steelers, before you deal with 15, you got to deal with Lamar and you got to deal with Joe Burrow. Now, and that's just where it is right now with the quarterback position in Steeler Nation is that Steeler Nation is arguing whether Mason or Kenny is the answer. I'm going to just tell you that 15 is the answer. And if 15 is the answer, Mason or Kenny are just questions. And, you know, it's being reported that Mason, uh, and I had some of you guys say that uh, others are in the media are saying that he wants to come back to the Steelers, DK, Ramon Foster, and that to slow down. I'm not a news reporter, first of all. So I don't have to be corrected on what I talk about. I'm not a news reporter. I I don't have a requirement to make sure that all the facts are true. I can speak on rumors. I try not to speculate, but I can speak on rumors. And I'm just saying this. If you're Mason Rudolph, think of it this way. There's no way you would have played had Mitch Trubisky played solid football. So just think of that, right? First of all, it's kind of comical saying Mitch Trubisky and solid football in one sentence. And just think, he was third on the depth chart behind Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky. No disrespect to those two gentlemen. That ain't the best quarterback room you could think of. <laughs> I mean, I mean, three is not the magic number when your quarterback room is Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, and Mitch Trubisky. And when Steeler Nation is arguing the merits of Mason Rudolph, you know you got a quarterback problem. But from Mason Rudolph's perspective, 
Why would you trust an organization that went out and drafted a quarterback in the first round, went out and got Mitch Trubisky, made you the number three, made you wait the entire free agent period, gave you less than a million bucks. What else they got to tell you? I mean, what else do they have to tell you? You not the guy. You're not the guy. You're not the future. The three games, he needs to parlay those to an opportunity where he can get a long, a long-term deal for a little bit of scratch because these will probably be the last few years he plays in the National Football League. It sounds like to me, and I'm just throwing a team out there, Atlanta would be great. Quarterback situation is shaky. Atlanta would be great. But just think, Steeler Nation is arguing for Mason Rudolph to be the future quarterback of the six-time champion Pittsburgh Steelers. And that's no disrespect to what he did over the past the last three games to save the season. It just says quarterback play is at such a low level that he's even an option in the minds of fans. Now, juxtapose that against what we just saw this past Sunday. The gap between the Steelers quarterback situation and Patrick Mahomes. Hey man, you throw in your creative adjective in there, but the gap in between those two, it's just, it's cavernous. It's big as the Milky way. So that's why I'm not, that's why I'm kind of surprised Steeler nation said 15 is a problem is the second biggest problem. But right now, man, we're living in the Chiefs era. We're living in a full-time era. And to beat Patrick in the Chiefs, I mean, particularly when when it's when it's for the money, man, you're going to have to play really good football. But let's jump into the cuts this week. And it's been reported that Trubisky has been cut. Chooks Okorafor has been cut. And Presley Harvin has been cut. And I checked in with my sensei, Ian Whetstone. Big up to Ian. And he said that the cap savings, when you start to adjust for the top 51, will be around $10 million. Here's what I'm thinking when I think of those cuts. First of all, they got cut quick. they They got cut quick, fast. These are some money moves we can make quick so we can be under under the cap. But the cap number has not been released, but it's being speculated the Steelers are going to be significantly over. But these are the first three. When you're the first three cats to get, when they throw you off the ship quick, that that just says they had this queued up and they were ready. But let me just say this briefly by saying this. If you're a quarterback and you get cut from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Given their quarterback room, you're ass. You're just ass. You're trash. Like, (laughs) the Steelers don't have good quarterbacks on the roster. And if you can't maintain or stay on the roster, you're ass. 
That same logic that I'm using in describing the Steelers quarterback room, you know, pretty much is kind of sort of where the Steelers are at the tackle position. Bro Joe, I think, is is ascending. He, he's got a lot of work in pass pro. And Dan Moore is Dan Less. So if you're Chooks and you get beat out by those two tackles, hey, man, three is the magic number. And we all saw Presley Harvin. I mean, he's the biggest kicker alive, but he can't kick the ball far. That That just doesn't. Like maybe he scares the ball and the ball just falls out of the air. But for some reason, he can't kick the ball consistently well. So those three cuts and the savings is about 10 million again are not surprising. You know, I'm sure the Steelers will dig in and, and, and there might be some more cuts on the horizon. We'll dig a little bit deeper into that more so in the business season about some contracts and some numbers that stand out is guys that might get cut. We'll jump into that. But, man, those guys are low-hanging fruit. I mean, again, Presley Harvin was given every opportunity. Has not been consistent. Chooks a core four. It's not a good tackle. Steelers don't have really good tackles. They have one with a lot of potential and upside. Dan Moore is Dan Less. And Trubisky is... He's awful. I mean, Trubisky, when you look at it from a global perspective, he lost his starting position to Mason Rudolph, a guy that was parked and he was in neutral and was not going to see the field. So, So, again, I think Mason Rudolph will not trust the few remaining years that he has left, I think, as a football player to Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those three games that he played well should parlay him into having a much better opportunity to extend his career. And I hope he gets the bag and finds it somewhere and at a place where somebody will appreciate him more. Before we get out of here, I wanted to briefly mention a lot of the Justin Fields stuff. Talk about that briefly. That's going around. I don't want to make mention of it too much yet. Because the the story is totally speculatory. One thing I will say is this. Justin Fields is past where Kenny Pickett is. He would automatically be an upgrade to the quarterback position. How much of an upgrade, I'm not certain. But I think if you trade for Justin Fields, if that's even possible or doable, You then have to, first of all, that resets your quarterback on a rookie contract clock. That resets it. And I think you'd have to give Justin Fields not only a new long-term deal, you'd also have to give up draft picks. So you would bet you had best believe he is the guy. Physically talented, great arm. Traits out of this world, still learning how to play the quarterback position. So even if they made that deal for Justin Fields, I wouldn't necessarily be upset. I would say this, though. Steeler Nation will have to be as patient 
as possible with Justin Fields and his development. This would, I believe, be his fourth offensive coordinator in his career. So you would still be getting a work in progress. If you pop Justin Fields on the roster, that doesn't mean the Steelers are competing with number 15 because that's where the problem lies. But with that, we're going to conclude the program. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Go Steelers.